smoking cigarettes. Oh, good. Isn't that something? <laughs> I'm on to cigars now. I'm on to a five-year plan. I eliminated the cigarettes, then I go to cigars, then I go to pipes, then I go to chewing tobacco, then I'm on to that nicotine gum. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Welcome back, uh, mothers. Ooh, the mothers, yes, the mothers, yes, the mothers, yes. Yes, uh, mothers, Mother's Day came and went, and, uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mommies out there. Ooh, uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, Stita, I, I come back from, uh, from Malta now, and I'm here now, uh, for the, uh, Remaining future. How you say I was gone on my honeymoon? Jay, this is Jay. Yeah. It's offensive. It's actually it's too much. <laughs> I actually was agreeing with you. It actually was too much for me. I'm gonna keep doing that. Um <laughs> I think actually, uh if I do remember right, my mom had a cousin that came back from college and then like for a decent amount of time talked in an accent. Like he had all of a sudden established some accent. <laughs> So it I mean, was my plan to do it. I can only do that for so long. Yeah. Uh, it. I mean, maybe if it was better, it wouldn't have been so offensive. Um, but that was tough, Jay. Well, yeah. It the Malta accent, the Maltese accent is kind of in between. Like it's kind of Italian, but it's not exactly. And so I was trying to not just do a stereotypical Italian. You know. Yeah. Mama oh yeah. yeah. Oh, so I was trying to do a little different. Balls. Yeah, yeah, gabagool. Yeah, I was trying not to do that, but that actually just ended, ended up sounding more cartoonish. Yeah, and, uh, I apologize to everybody. And you know, the interesting thing is that uh, Malta, its national language is English. Yes. So you'd think they'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but they all like everybody there speaks two languages. Maltese. So they all have. Yeah, they all and well, a lot of them or yeah, Italian or different things like that. So they, uh, yeah, they. Anyway, we'll get to all that soon. We'll get to all that soon. Um, <laughs> But uh, the what led to that was I had my wedding. Uh, Ayo, yeah, last week. Another no, congrats. Two, two weeks, weeks ago, like weeks, two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steed was there. I was there. I uh, had the honor of being a flower boy. Yes. Not a flower man. I was a flower. Not boy. a flower. Yeah, flower boy. <laughs> we did make that. That's a good point. I don't think I ever said flower man. <laughs> I think it was only his flower boy. So you and Frat Sullivan were the flower boys. Uh, have you ever been in a wedding before, Steve, that was like when you were a kid, were you ever a ring bearer? Uh, no. I I mean, the first, I might have went to a wedding as a kid. I think I went to one. Don't okay. really remember it. I think I drank coffee as a kid. Um, Ooh, I just got blitzed on coffee. Yeah, yeah you like, like snuck over to the... I was like nine years old and was drinking coffee and I was going nuts. Um, But I was not, I had no training prior to this. Perfect. Yeah. 
Well, I thought you did a fantastic job with Frat. The two of you. Yeah. What are your yeah. What are your thoughts? So the amount of planning that went into it, uh, just you know, coordinating the moves and uh, uh, you know our flower um, petal distribution. There was a lot, yes. a lot of behind the scenes work that went into that. Um, I didn't think it, there was going to be until me and Pat had our initial uh, phone call pre-planning, and he started taking notes. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to take <laughs> notes, and I'm like, you're taking notes for this? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, it, it was one of those things where at first I was like, oh, this would be a funny idea, because like, we're not even kids there. And and I obviously knew like, you and Pat would be perfect for it. Like, you know, it was it was a reason they chose you two out of, you know, <laughs> the people I could have asked. And, uh, <laughs> it, but it was one of those things you guys did such a good job that, uh, like, you, like so many people's of the comments after, like, either, you know, comments I got of the, you know, <laughs> videos or people that were there, things like that were like, oh, my God, I love the Flower Boys. And, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to another wedding without the Flower Boys. And, you know, <laughs> so you <laughs> might was- have a recurring gig that you would pack and hire yourselves out for i'll do it again i mean you know all i would ask for uh more flowers more petals yeah the basket you were kind of maxed out on that basket size yeah it was a small basket i did have 600 petals so yeah and you you had 600 and you like ran out right when you got to the end like you were were running yeah yeah we did have a historically long walk up though i will say i agree with that it was actually fairly long and there's a long period of time where like you actually don't have a clear directive because you had a, mm-hmm. a, a decent amount of space before you get to where you're in a row so yeah. there's a lot of spaces you could go you could end up veering off course a little bit and end uh, yeah. up wasting more pedals and you'd then be used to. Uh, jay i'm worried too because if i go off course then amy's gonna go off course yes oh uh, good point because that's a disaster the flowers yeah what if i like you know I happen to just go into a different aisle or something. And yes. everyone's like, oh, that's so funny. Then Amy goes there and everyone's like, yes. oh my God. And then like the song runs out and yeah, she doesn't get down the aisle in time for the song. You know, it could have been an absolute disaster. So, I mean, it, you guys were pretty instrumental in the whole thing going correctly, which <laughs> I believe it did. Yeah, it was good. Uh, beautiful, Jay, beautiful wedding. Oh man. Thank you. The Thank venue. You. Wawa Wiwa. Yeah, yeah, the Milwaukee Art Museum. It's well, we wanted a spot. One of the main reasons we picked that spot. Well, there's a couple. That was one of our first dates. Was there to actually go to the museum, Aww. which you you forget that it's a museum because <laughs> yeah. the part we were at was actually not a <laughs> just the entrance of the museum. Basically. Yeah, there was one piece of art which we were yeah. touching, and a security guard came and said, "Stop touching that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, the exactly yeah, the one piece of art that was there. We were messing up, so they didn't love that. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Um, so I did get a good picture though with Brian cupping his balls. Oh yeah, pretty <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but we wanted something that uh, at a cool venue where you didn't have to do anything with the decorating. Like we figured there was enough planning, and I didn't. You know, it was like, all right, let's just let the place speak for itself. Yeah, you have to do very little things. I had seen some people there, Steve. We had looked up some previous weddings. Some people like put up like canopies above where the seats are. Oh. And like strung lights and stuff. And it was Come like, <laughs> like, yeah, make the place look smaller than it is. It's a great idea. Yeah. And you can't see up like 
Yeah, exactly. I, for people that don't know, it's shaped like a boat. So there's like 90 feet up of yeah. like beautiful architecture that really it's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. We, one thing I realized after doing the wedding, after being in a wedding versus I've been to a ton of weddings versus hosting one. Uh, yeah. All these things that you set up for activities or things like that. Everything's going by so fast and you're trying to talk to so many people that you don't really get to enjoy like the extra little things oh, that you do. It's got to be so crazy. Yeah. Like uh, that's what was nice with the casino and stuff that we just hung out and stuff earlier because that was nice to be able to hang out with all you guys and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I like example would be we had hors d'oeuvres at the cocktail hour. <laughs> I yeah, got one. I got one as I like first walked in and then I kept, you know, I had to take pictures and stuff. Didn't get another one. Oh, and I, think no. there, I think we had like 900 hors d'oeuvres, you know, like that got the total. Jay, I, I put down about, I put down about seven. Okay. <laughs> well, it's finally got one. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, they were good. And then uh, the magician I did get to see, luckily. Oh my God. That was the funniest part a guy just starts doing magic yeah yeah we didn't want to warn most people uh we just wanted to start just doing magic and i had never seen him perform i cooge magic i had never seen him perform prior we just went with we just did it we just booked him online basically i think we get him on the show we gotta get him on the show yeah actually that's a good idea idea. (laughs) i because what i figured is we decided if he was good that's entertaining and if he's bad that's also entertaining um, <laughs> yeah, and so it's kind of good. a win-win. Yeah, and it turns out he's actually pretty good. There was, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed a lot of the uh, the tricks. I saw one trick that he did, where he basically was like, "Hey, pick out." Like he just had the, the it was flipped upside down. He couldn't see the cards. It was one deck, and he just said, "Is it red or black?" And you'd put red on the right side and black on the left side. He'd just go red, black. You do whatever order you want. He'd flip them over and be the exact order that you know would be exactly. Oh, how you said. I know. I do that trick. Oh, you know how to do that one? Yeah, I do. I literally, that's one of my signature tricks, that wow. son of a bitch. <laughs> I would. I wish I would have done that in front of me. Oh, man. Well, I enjoyed him. Uh, he's great. I, it is magic. It is magic. But then, like, another <laughs> example, Steve, of things like this, right? So um, there was desserts. I didn't get one of the desserts. You got one. your big dessert. You, I well, tasted I got, yours. I got a cheesecake. I got a cheesecake that was mine. But there was, like, all those little side desserts. I, I honestly was preoccupied with um the port oh yeah some say yeah uh, <laughs> yeah yeah so there was that example and then the late night pizza i didn't even know that had arrived i didn't even oh, i didn't God. get any of that either <laughs> so and then and then there was also a few people at the end i realized like i literally there was like a few people i'm like oh my god i didn't even didn't get to see talk to that person all. once yeah yes oh that's gotta be just so it's like you have a wedding for like you know yourself and yeah you're significant other and then you gotta talk to everybody yeah but then you just realize you know at the, at the, as the night goes on you don't even realize what time it is and you're like oh shit i didn't even that person already left and i didn't even say anything yeah you were getting a little toasty jay oh yeah you gotta get a little toasty well actually <laughs> speaking of toasty one thing they said was by the end of cocktail hour we had drank more alcohol than the 300 person wedding the whole time the weekend before No, I I will say that uh, I did notice, and they were offering shots, which I almost have never seen at a wedding. Usually they refuse. Yes, they refuse. I walked over to my brother's table, 
and I had a shot of like whiskey or something with him. And it was him and a, him and a bunch of his friends. And then there was one guy I didn't recognize, and I just thought it was like one of his friends or like maybe somebody else's of another. It was one of the bartenders. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> walked over and walked over and was taking a shot with them. And I, I didn't realize it till later when I went back over there and saw. <laughs> And so I'm like, oh, my God, he's working behind here. Oh, God. Uh, so those were uh, those were my big notes from the wedding. Any other thoughts, dude? Um, I, you know, I love the magician. I was going to bring yeah. that up. Uh, Amy was gorgeous. Thank you. Um, Jay, you didn't look that bad yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. You know, I no, no undershirt in the tux. Hot. Uh, yeah, at the end of the night, I did unbutton quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the classic thing, so that at one point, uh, my Milwaukee friends set up a thing where they put me on a chair, and then they played Creed's Take uh, Can You Take <laughs> Me Higher, and then they, everybody lifts you up. That's something we've been doing at my Marquette friends' weddings recently. Oh, so really? It's kind of been a tradition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a funny tradition. Yes, <laughs> it good. is. It's really ridiculous. That was that. See, did you drive home that night? Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody yeah. had said that, I'm like, oh no, he's staying with his sister. And then, <laughs> well, no, um, the first night I stayed at the Airbnb, yeah, yeah, with like tea bucks in them, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to wake Jenna up, like, and do all. Oh this. yeah, it ended I'm at like, like midnight or something. Yeah, and I was like, I haven't been drinking for a while. I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> hey, well, you made it. You made it back safe. Yeah. The only shitty thing was I was like, <laughs> a bit off more than I could chew because I left at like midnight or something or eleven. Oh yeah, you don't get back at midnight. By the two, time it's two, two in the morning, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, I've done that drive from Milwaukee when the bars have closed, mm. and I was originally going to drive into my parents, and then I like I was getting so tired, I called my grandma who lives like forty five minutes closer. Oh dude, and she yeah. was still up, and she was still <laughs> oh, up, and like. At like one thirty or two in the morning, whenever I called her, yeah. and luckily she was still up. She's like, "Yeah, stay here." So, <laughs> yeah, I agree. You think you're fine, and then you start getting to that later point. Oh, Even my... those last like couple of minutes, yeah, you're like, "Oh god, you're so bored." Like, yeah, just driving straight <laughs> down the road. You're like, "Holy crap!" Yes, yes, nice. Yeah, um, didn't die. Gonna die. So we're all good. Wedding went good. There was no major issues. Uh, I'll say the only. Then I'll be done with this wedding thing too, but. Um, the only like, so, you know, you always assume something is going to go majorly wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, we prepared th- you in last. Yes. We did all the preparation. So I was all ready. <laughs> yeah. So here's the two things that, that went wrong. And one was we get a call from our dessert person and she says, oh, hey guys, sorry, I have some bad news. And so I'm expecting like the way she phrased this, I'm picturing there's no, like <laughs> there's no dessert. Like, Hey. Uh, our bakers died or something. There was a fire. <laughs> like the oven yeah. was too hot. But all she said was, uh, the strawberry rhubarb isn't cutting right. <laughs> the bars oh aren't cutting right. So like, are you right with strawberry lemonade instead of strawberry rhubarb? Like, why are you calling me? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, this is what this is about. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't. I even forgot that we did strawberry rhubarb. Sorry. Like, I didn't even, you know. Yeah. Oh, um, God. That was one thing. And then the other thing, this actually was kind of shitty. The I had, um, with I counted it up. Within seven days of the wedding, I had 11 people tell me they were not coming. And oh. and now I, half of those 
were COVID or a sickness. Yeah. Which is, it's going to happen. Getting married after 2020, that's yeah. probably going to happen just at some point. Oh, so yeah. That kind of happens. Other people, uh, you know, not such great excuses. And uh, that, yeah, that one, it just... It's just annoying because you never care if somebody can't make it, but it's just as as I've talked about with flakiness in the past, it is uh, it's just good to know ahead of time so that you don't count in certain things. It throws off, you know, there's a lot of things in wedding planning where it throws, you know, not somebody not being there throws off something else or yeah, different things like that. Um, but in the end, it all worked out. Those were the two major things. And those were very minor compared to what things could have been, as we talked about last time. Yeah, oh, yeah. My bride did not. My bride did not go away with Nick Russo, which. Yeah. Was... I thought he was gonna when he he did he did do the forgot the ring gag. Or oh yeah, ring. that was a classic. <laughs> yeah, Chubstep Nick uh, did the classic. Uh, he was the ring bearer, and he did the classic like, "Hey, we need the rings," and he did the like patting his you know, his <laughs> looking around. Oh, it was it was good. It was subtle, you know. Yeah. He didn't milk it. It was perfect. Yes. <laughs> nice nice all right uh that was great thank you for letting me cover that steed uh i want to hear about your oh you want to do steed science do you want to talk um malta or unless you got something else i do want to talk about malta but i was gonna i was gonna let you get to i didn't want it just to be like nonstop me talking forever okay yeah i'll do steed science and we can go malta okay Everything in this world is made up of matter. And those matters behave with each other in certain ways. And that, students, is chemistry. Everything in this world is made up of matter. And those different matters behave amongst each other in different ways. And that, children, is steed science. When you look outside, what do you see? Uh, right now, I see a bush and a okay. couple trees, okay. and and a bus just passed by. City okay. bus. Okay. Um, what 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 lives in trees? Uh, what lives in trees uh, depends on what type of tree, right? In what environment? Like a Sometimes oak sloth. Oh, an like oak, uh, uh, oak, oak, oak birds tree. and squirrels. Squirrels, Jared. Squirrels. <laughs> Uh, today's steed science is all about squirrels. Nice, love it. We uh, so this was inspired by me wondering how squirrels find nuts. Hmm. Because I was, yeah, I, I was like, what are these squirrels psychic, or do they have really yes. good memories, or how are they yeah, so yeah, good yeah. at finding nuts? Um, nuts, Jared. And then we took a couple turns. Um, so the squirrel, um, nut portion of the seed science is actually fairly simple. Uh, they don't have a good memory. Okay. <laughs> they have a pretty bad memory. Uh, so they don't remember where they buried their nuts. Oh, not um, yes, but they do have a good sense of smell. Okay. And they, uh, bury a lot of nuts, so they get lucky. Okay. So yeah. how they find their nuts is they just <laughs> smell around the ground for nuts, and then they're and, like, ah, there might be a. Nut it must here. be here. Yeah, I'm gonna put it, if I put them everywhere, I'll find them eventually. 
Yeah, exactly. And and that's how they find their nuts. Not a lot of not a lot of science stuff going on there. Yeah. Um So yeah, that that wasn't too uh too surprising, but okay. good enough. And they can um, find them in the first place cuz they're always just they know the trees to go to when they're just on the branches hanging out. Oh, yeah, in the first place they uh Oh, to like get the nuts originally? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just see them. They're like, yeah. ah, there's, there's some nuts. There's a nut. Yeah. I got some nuts there down go. there. There we go. Yeah. And then, um, so that led me into, I remember hearing that squirrels can fall really far. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever heard this, like squirrels can fall from like ridiculous heights. So I did yeah. some research. I would like to hear this. I am also very fascinated by squirrels, Steed. I have seen a lot of videos of like people doing the most complicated traps to try to keep squirrels out of things and they get past it every time. Well, and that's just because they're impressive. too dumb to care. Yeah. <laughs> they're not they're not that impressive for the traps. Uh people are just too stupid to build a squirrel proof trap. That's I, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you a video later, Steed, and it is this guy I, built I've this seen crazy them. Okay, okay. It, I, I'm I've, I'm still impressed with squirrels and I've I know what you're talking about where they can fall from crazy heights and like Yeah. Yeah. So continue, sorry. Uh, okay, so I went to a uh, website written by a actual PhD holder. So she's a doctor. Okay. She studied squirrel behavior in the interaction between squirrels, presented her research in several wildlife con- conferences. Ooh. Yes. Um, and this is what she said. Um, so this is, a, this is her article, Jared. Okay. I'm just going to read this. Please. Verbatim. The first question is, how far of a fall can tree squirrels survive? In the case of the eastern fox squirrel, you can kill the squirrel with a pellet gun. In some areas, pellet guns are legal to use. Unlike the urban or suburban predators, tree squirrels are very quick to run away from these predators. You can also keep squirrels out of your yard by giving your dog the run of the yard. Wait, what? <laughs> so she didn't even answer the question? Jared, that is a doctor. Oh my god. A doctor wrote that article. And that was like literally you just read it verbatim. I read that verbatim. <laughs> the word survive is spelled wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. How far can tree squirrels survive? Well, the eastern fox squirrel, you can kill it with a pellet gun. <laughs> What the yeah, what the I hell? No idea. Like it is just the dumbest thing. And then like this 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 is a long article. There's like multiple sections. She says in one part, "How far can a squirrel survive a fall?" The answer is they can survive falls of up to two hundred feet. And then in the same paragraph, despite there's this is the same paragraph. Yeah. Despite small body size, squirrels can survive falls of up to sixty feet. Though they cannot survive those of more than 200 feet. So she contradicts herself in <laughs> the what? same paragraph. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I bet like, you she is not certified. There's no way she's certified. There's no way she's certified. And it's just yeah. no, like the. Uh, so I cannot figure out um, from a squirrel doctor uh, how far squirrels could survive. Luckily for you, I found an aerospace engineering student. Okay. 
who are apparently much higher in the uh, collegiate <laughs> field <laughs> than English, squirrel English, doctors. They have a better grasp on the English language. Uh, yeah. This one, uh, holy shit. This guy's so smart, and it seems like he very easily uh, discerns that a squirrel can fall from an indefinite height. Wow. Yes. Um, so, a, uh, pretty much he goes into a squirrel weighing 300 grams. Then he does a, uh, you know, Newton's law thing. And then he does mass. So, he takes a... This is the equation. U infinity sign equals square root of 2 times G times MT yeah. times M divided by R2 times P infinity sign times S times CD. Okay. He's out here doing this stuff yeah. to figure out squirrels, how squirrels falling. He does drag coefficients to get the wind oh, yeah, resistance yeah, yeah. on the squirrel. And um, so pretty much he figured out that a squirrel will only fall at a maximum of 23 miles an hour. Still kind of fast, though. But lucky for the squirrels is they have uh, joints in their ankles and yeah. stuff. So, which are like designed to, um, oh, to, absor- to take impact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as long Those as they springs. land, yeah. Yeah, and their like bodies, um, like absorb stuff too, like the underside of their bodies. So as long as they land on their feet, they have a pretty good chance. I don't even want to say pretty good. They have a chance of surviving yeah. a fall from whatever height. Yeah. So that's why they're not so scared when they're jumping from like tree to tree because they make yeah. some crazy jumps that are like I'm like. <laughs> some tiny little branches jumping over to another tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they don't care. I mean, yeah. 20 feet, big deal. They'll yeah. they'll eat that fall like it's nothing. As long as they don't land on their face, I guess. Um, you know, it's not really going to hurt the squirrel. Um, well, I think they're pretty good, actually. One of the videos I watched, they're really good at always landing on their feet. Like, you, they get flipped upside yeah. down. They always, like, yeah, they're like cats where they yeah. naturally... Um, do that. So that answers that question indefinitely. Wow. Um, n- random squirrel fact I found during this. Did you know that squirrels can sometimes migrate? No. Did you know that squirrels can sometimes migrate in such numbers that there is such a thick number of squirrels in the trees that it can block out the sun? <laughs> like if you're underneath if you're sitting underneath the tree all of a sudden it's just filled with yeah uh, like squirrels yes. it out with, it's like it takes up all the leaves yes so they're they like they still don't know why they do this but like the last great squirrel migration was 40 years ago so oh, wow. this is like documented oh, so it's not it's not like all the time it's just like kind of random. no they just randomly do it um the last one is uh I guess it was in Wisconsin. And, like, there's accounts of guys on boats in a lake, and they just said, like, thousands of squirrels just started oh across the lake. And, like, what? Yeah. And, like, somebody saw one in Ohio, and they were on a river, and just, like, thousands of squirrels just start swarming. So just wild. swarming squirrels, and they just, like, started just running. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're still just, like, okay, like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. And then when this happened, you know, whatever, uh, 
years ago before you know the internet and shit people were just like paddling them and hammering them hammering all yeah. these squirrels and just keep putting them in the freezer for squirrel food oh my <laughs> like, god out in the country they were just squirrel doing that. can not be that great to eat it's uh, have, like, you know, no meat on it. If you it's don't have a grocery meat. store in like the 1800s, it's okay, got to be okay, great. Yeah. You know, yeah, you see 10,000 yeah. squirrels coming along. You're like, get the hammer. Yeah, get, I get honey, it. Honey, get the hammer. Yeah, yeah, that's some good hammer food. But I just, I, I can't imagine with its other options. I'm saying there might be better options out there than squirrel. Yeah. No, like you don't need to freeze the squirrels. Maybe take a few. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just and eat what you like, can at the time. Yeah, we got some fresh squirrel. You don't need to yeah. freeze that shit. Yeah. Good point. Good point. It's not. It's not going to be as good frozen. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the last squirrel thing we got to talk about. Okay. This is what is on everybody's mind. Yeah. Yeah. How do squirrels mate? Of course. They use the Does, tail. I. Uh, I don't think they use the tail. No. They're. <laughs> but you could imagine. So, yeah, so uh, how it starts, Jared, is when a female becomes fertile, mm-hmm. uh, the males can start to smell them. Bah! Okay. Uh, the male squirrels start to chase the female squirrels. Uh, that's why you see them running around, like, going nuts. Oh, I do see Those, that sometimes. Yeah, the male squirrels are just chasing the females. Oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, sometimes they go, like, whipping around the tree. It's insane sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, so that is uh, attempted squirrel fornication. Okay. Um, Seems like she's not consenting at this point if she's running away. Well, Jared, you'd be surprised. Um, okay. So the the Playing female squirrel, yeah, once um, she's actually going to start emitting some pheromones yep. and um, making chirping noises to um, let the males know that she's fertile. Okay. And now she's DTF I'll, at this point. I, I will I will mimic the chirping noises. Okay, yes, please. Ah, 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 ah. Um. So that's mainly how the male squirrel uh, knows that it's ready to mate, and then the male squirrel. Okay. <laughs> so the male squirrel. He does this stuff, and then uh, he actually goes kind of nuts. I don't know why they do this. It doesn't really explain. But while they're chasing the female, they make a soft buzzing vocalization that mimics the sound of babies begging to nurse. What? I'm Can you not do that t- noise, too? Yes. Yes, I will do that noise. Okay. Milk. Milk me, mommy. Milk. Mommy, milk. <laughs> Milk, mommy, milk. I want milk. Um. So that is <laughs> that's the, what the squirrels sound like. That's what the squirrels sound like. Oh, okay, okay. But I, so I got It's at a higher more. pitch. It's at a okay. higher pitch. Oh, so I see. You can't, I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Humans can't um, make that pitch. So this is actually kind of a dirty move. Um, the next thing the squirrels do. So once a male squirrel fights off the other male squirrels, and uh, like the alpha squirrel. You know, he yeah. fights off the other guys, then he gets the female, and they have passionate night of love making. Um, he actually inserts a waxy plug oh. um, into the lady hole. After? Once he finishes. Okay. Once he reaches completion. Okay. 
Upon he inserts, he inserts a waxy plug. He inserts like a butt the stuff, plug almost. and then he puts a butt plug in, and that butt plug actually blocks um, other males. Wow. Um, fish from going in there because these squirrels, you know, they don't just settle for one. Yeah, yeah. Squirrel man, you know, they're getting around town. They're going for it all night. So, so that's interesting. So yeah, they want they want to make sure they're the only male. Yeah, that's gonna have these babies, and then so yeah, he plugs it up. Yeah, he just that's plugs it up. Yeah, I'm like smart, you know, kind of like a chastity belt. Yeah, also a good way to get locked into child squirrel child support for life. Um, good point. Because the the male, the first male to you know yeah. do the deed with the girl is usually the one that ends up raising the kids with the female squirrel. So they do actually stick around. Yeah, and uh, you know oh, that's wow. ki- that is that's that's dumb. You know, I wouldn't do the waxy plug if I was the squirrel. I'd let some well, other squirrel raise my squirrel kids. Depends on can... depends on the example you're trying to set as a squirrel. Yeah, I mean, maybe in my young squirrel years I wouldn't do it, but then as yes. I'm an older squirrel, I'm wiser. Yeah, uh, I'm better at building nest. Uh, yes. Yeah, worse, I might I might settle from, down. Yeah, worse jumping from tree to tree. I might put yeah. the wax seal in there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. I, it's crazy they can produce some wax seal. <laughs> I know. I've never heard about that before. Like no, that is animal. wild. That that's this is squirrel. I I always thought squirrels were interesting for other reasons. You gave me new reasons to. Find yeah. Now you can. If someone's like, "Wow, those squirrels are so cute chasing each other," and then you can be like, "Hey, um, did you know that?" When a male finishes inside a female squirrel, he inserts a waxy plug to block the semen of other squirrels. Yeah. And people will be like, wow, that's so awesome. You know that. Thank you. Where'd you learn that? And you say, Chubstep Podcast. Now on Spotify. Now on Spotify. (laughs) You say that verbatim. (laughs) Yeah, please say that so that they know. Uh, Even though it's been on Spotify for like two years now, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> people still need to know well thank you steed that was great uh that's very informative steed science i appreciate yeah, that just people need to good learn topic. i agree i agree the more you know and people see squ- it's a good one because people see squirrels all the time so it's like now you know a little more you, you got to know what they're up to yeah I also agree. if they're jumping off of stuff you don't have to worry and check on them there you go just they're fine them. just ignore them let them do their thing don't try to catch them yeah yeah all right, sweet, dude. Um, all right, I'm going to talk about Malta here. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is where I went to my honeymoon. People say, why did I pick that place? I w- yeah, I was wondering, what's up? What does Malta got that, you know, uh, Arkansas doesn't have? Yeah, and that's a fair, and it's a fair statement. You know what I'm saying? So I've always, like, appreciated the malt flavor, Whoppers, chocolate malts, vanilla malts. And so I'm like, what would be perfect to go to? Malta. Malta. Where oh, it all started. I kind of want a malt right now, Jerry. I know. Ovaltine. Big fan of Ovaltine. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sending, I'm sending my girlfriend out the door to get malts at the ice cream store. Right perfect. Now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we go to Malta for a week. Uh, here's a little. Steve, do you know things about Malta? I didn't know much about it before I got there. Um, I figured it was in Europe. It is in Europe. So it's, it is 
between Sicily in Italy and Africa. Now it's it's like a three hour boat ride to Sicily, so it's it's okay. fairly close. It has a population of like five hundred thousand people. Well, and I didn't check. Big. I didn't check any of this. this. Is all stuff I heard while I was there. So, oh, <laughs> locals um, are teaching you. Yeah, they could be. They were actually. I will say, locals there. Everybody was insanely nice. Like Aww. every single time. I've heard. You know, sometimes you hear stories in Europe where like they're not fans of Americans, or they're not. You know. Yeah, they're, they're not like friendly to tourists. Tourist. Yeah, the place. I mean, they would have. They have to be friendly tourists. That's kind of their main thing is tourism. And <laughs> yeah. what, what you find out is that like, it is kind of like Wisconsin Dells, where it's like there's a small population that live there, and the hu- vast majority of people there are on vacation. It's much more popular for other countries in Europe to visit there because it's only like, you know, a two hour flight from Germany. You know, it's yeah. like it's close. Yeah. It's like them flying to. You know, where what's two hours from here? Like, I can't even get to New York in two hours, you know. <laughs> um, so it's close, but uh, you can drive from like one side of the island to the other in probably like an hour. That's how oh that's how big it is. Um, from like one quarter to the other, there's three islands there's the main Malta island, there's a smaller one called Camino that nobody lives on, and then there's one called Gozo. And Gozo is kind of a cool island. I will give you a little chub history on Malta. Fun fact here. Uh, oh. Earliest signs of life in Malta, 5700 BC. That's crazy. Yeah. They said it's actually, so some of the oldest um, remains of humans that they have found, uh, like as far as like buildings and stuff are located in Malta. It's in some of the, oh. in the oldest things ever. They have some temples from the 5000 BC range. Oh, uh, wow. Then it was ran by a group of the Phoenicians, which I'm not super familiar with. Then it was the, the Romans. You know the Phoenicians? Yeah, Jay, everybody. The phon- phonetic. The Phoenicians were the first guys to um, do oh, paper, writing oh, paper. Oh, there you go. Well, they were there for a while. Then it was the Romans. Now, uh, the Romans, one thing we did get to see, we did this uh, like six-hour tour on Gozo of with ATVs. And Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was really cool. We got to see basically that whole smaller island of Gozo. <laughs> now... There were so many cool spots along the way. There was this guy uh, that was right in front of us on the ATV. There's maybe 10 of us. And I'm doing this curve. I, I you know, I, I make this curve. And all of a sudden, I see there's just a flipped over ATV. And it was the guy <laughs> like two in front of Amy. And so she didn't see exactly what happened. But there was a car that kind of had pulled over to the side. So it's clear they almost ran into each other. Yeah. We were riding on the road most of the time. And the guy, I was expecting fully to drive over it was see i mean he was it was straight flipped over and like as i pulled up all i could see was the like underbelly of the atv and like he was on the other side he was wearing a helmet but i was like i fully expected to pull up and just see this guy dead like or you know to see him like you know mangled leg or something like that we pull over he's like laying on the side there and he just like scraped up his arm like some road rash on his arm and that was did a good bail you got a bail he did a good bail but i mean it was a legit total flip over in an ATV on paper <laughs> on an asphalt pavement oh, downhill, oh. you know, oh, that hurts. like, yeah. <laughs> so luckily it was fine. We go to one of the spots we went to was this old, uh, Roman salt bath or salt field. I don't know what they call oh. it. Oh, salt pool. And it, I, so it had yeah been left there since the Romans and it was still in use. There's still two families in Malta that use this to make salt. So basically it's right along the ocean. 
Yeah, I had never seen one of these before. And they pump ocean water into these kind of shallow pools, and then they wait for it to evaporate, and then they scrape the salt that's yeah. left over. <laughs> and they, they're like, oh, we got salt, baby. Yeah, like free salt, free cheese. <laughs> so I bought some of that salt. I had some of it while I was sitting there. Oh, the how field. was it? Uh, tasted, you know what? Turns out that salt's pretty similar to salt you've had. <laughs> That's shocking that salt tastes similar to other it salt. It was very salty. It was very salty. I will say that. <laughs> so uh, oh, Romans, Romans had it for a while. Uh, the Arabs had it for a while. Then the Order of St. John, which is part of the Catholic Crusades, owned it for a long time. Also like part oh, of the Knights Templar, things like that, owned it for a couple hundred years. That was taken over by the French, Napoleon's French group, for like two Ugh. years. They revolted, and the British owned it for like almost 200 years. And then, yeah, and then they became independent in like the 60s or 70s. So, oh, my God. Um, so it has, what's cool about it, as you're going through there, you see all these kind of influences from all these different, you know, times. Like there is still Roman stuff around. There's still like some Arabic type buildings, a lot of the stuff from the Crusades, a lot of big old crazy temples. Um, you'll see some French stuff and then a lot of British stuff. They drive on the wrong side of the road. Oh, uh, damn it. A, a lot of the, uh, there, there's a ton of abandoned buildings there that are really cool, crazy looking nice buildings, but they're all like British barracks and British like, <laughs> you know, fancy that they just left and they're just like, what do we do with this? Um, <laughs> just leave it. Yeah. But a couple, yeah, so like Steve was saying, everybody speaks English there. Uh, very, very nice. You only have to be 17 to get into the bars. Oh, I wish is, I lived there when I was 17 then. It is it is pretty wild. We were staying at this cool hotel called the H Hotel, which was in uh, kind of the party district of Malta. And it was, it was nice because it was actually pretty centrally located, everything, so we could take little 20-minute Ubers everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it was weird to walk around that area at night. And you just see like a seven, like, like this kid oh, is like God, in high school. Oh, God, that would be school. so annoying. It's a junior. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sophomore and junior in high school. I mean, like, or, you know, junior or senior, whatever. Like, that's crazy to see yeah. just walking into like just some club. Just being so annoying. Yeah. Just, yeah, wasted walking into some like nightclub. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that was the thing. Um, Steed, I got a little bit. People have made jokes about my uh, frugalness before. I uh, got yes. a little addicted to the no tipping thing. Oh, they do no tipping there? No tipping there. Now, here's what I'll tell you about the no tipping thing, and here's why I appreciated it more. When Now, there was a few times where, like, somebody would be extra nice and make, like, this fancy drink, and I would tip that person, like, 40%. Because I was like, you know, I'm like, this guy's actually, like, this is actually guys doing a, putting in a lot of effort, doing a You're really good job. You're talking about in Malta you did this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But like most of the time, I, most of the time you just went to a restaurant, they don't even give you the option of tip. So you pay with a credit card. There's not even yeah. like something you could sign to even add a tip. And I oh, most yeah. of the time didn't have cash on me. So like they literally just are not ever looking for tips really. But, you know, like we yeah. would go into this bar or we had this rooftop bar that was kind of overlooking the ocean. And there would be like nobody there every night for because it was kind of the off season. And I, this guy would spend so much time on these fancy drinks. He had all the smoke and stuff. <laughs> And everything is so cheap there. It would be like a, you know, equivalent of like a $6 fancy cocktail that this guy's spending a bunch of time on. nuts. Oh, I know. And so, like, (laughs) I would give this guy like five bucks every time on top of the six because, like, he's putting in a lot of effort. I'm, like, happy to tip this guy 
because he's putting a lot of effort in something. But then like when I'm just getting a normal service at a normal restaurant, I don't need to like tip because it's they also get paid. You know, I understand they also get paid better there. And that's part of the reason they don't get yeah. tipped for that stuff. But I, I actually liked a scenario where I actually did end up tipping for when service was good versus when you have to tip all the time. Only, beca- the only because the drinks were cheap, though. No, 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 no. Because there was a few places. <laughs> if that, that was we, a if that was a fifteen dollar drink, well, you're not, putting, you're not putting an extra five bucks on everyone. I to be fair, I don't I don't know what I it probably would have been maybe a little less just because I was spending more money. But I also was I was in full honeymoon <laughs> mode, which was just oh, that's a lot true. of money while yeah. I was there. So just, uh, <laughs> oh, you went well. It's like Jay the Magician when you talk about this. Well, we're we're all flush after the casino, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the magi- when the magician came to our group, uh, yeah, like me and the boys, uh, we greased him up. So he did a good trick. Then at first, I think I greased him up. I gave him, yes. I gave him a twenty. I'm like, yeah, nice, nice magic. I'll give him a twenty. Then yeah. like, I think Face probably didn't want to be undersold, so you know he greases the guy up. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, See, face gives him a twenty. And oh then, my god! Then, I love it. Uh, then Frat, Frat sees us greasing the guy up. He's like, oh, "I gotta grease the guy up," and he gives him a twenty. <laughs> I also, me and Amy also tip the guy after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's greasing him up for doing good magic. Yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. I did. I had no idea that other people had done that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was so good. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. We're all yeah. greasing this guy. Oh, I <laughs> big love casino winning. So I mean, I, it, everybody won. It was pretty crazy that like we had I don't know maybe twelve people there at the casino, and like ten of the twelve walked out with more money. I like doubled my money, and that never happens. I've never been one where like usually it's like two people or three people. Yeah, and it was I mean, just everybody on a roll for whatever reason. Field pays, baby. The field, yes, the field pays. <laughs> running craps table. So, uh, anyway, so cool. So anyway, but it was getting to the point of the tipping. I liked actually tipping more when it was good service, and then not having tip. It was just kind of a normal thing, right? Yeah, I, I, I liked. I did like that set. Yeah, um, that would be nice if yeah. like you could. It wasn't just so just expected. Expected, yes, everywhere. Because yeah. yeah. then you're like, oh fuck you, and then. But if you don't tip somebody, they're like, oh, what, I did horrible? You're like, yeah, no, you did. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out you did. Like, when I <laughs> shitty, you know, when I still, it's insane that I still had a tip, you know, technically still, I probably didn't even need to. When I had that terrible, like, two and two hour, 45 minute wait time that I was sitting, you know, to get my food in Tampa. And I still, oh, yeah. still ended up tipping that lady, you know, just like, that's insane. Um, So, one of the things with Malta, and I people that follow me on Instagram would have seen this, but there's a ton of movies that were filmed there, which I didn't realize till I got there. And then, you know, we'd be going somewhere then somebody would say, Oh, that's where Troy was filmed. That part right there. Uh, That's where gladiator was filmed. Um, There's like, uh, so I'm trying to think of some of the other, a lot of game of Thrones, a lot of game of Thrones is filmed there. Oh yeah. The Khaleesi parts. Yeah. And so there was uh, there was also apparently I'm not familiar with this movie, but a 1980 movie called Popeye with Robin Williams. Have you ever seen Popeye? The uh, remake no. they did. Okay, I had never was seen that. Like a live or, action. Popeye it's a live Superman? action Popeye oh, movie. Oh god, it looks pretty <laughs> bad. I'm going to watch it just because uh, I've now I've been to the spot. Because but they uh, made in the side of this kind of cool cove, they made the whole set for the movie Popeye in 1980. And apparently, it got 
mixed reviews. Some people liked it. I've heard not great things from the locals. I, I'm going to assume it's going to be pretty bad. Yeah. But what was cool was the remaining Popeye village that they Oh, yeah. They I saw your pictures. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's like on this awesome cove and uh, they made it more like a little amusement park type thing where it's like kind of campy and cheesy. Um but it was just a cool, really cool spot. And you could just, it was all like left, you know, a lot of Robin Williams memorabilia stuff. A lot of, uh, they give you like free drinks and free food and stuff like that, depending on where you go. And yeah, a little mini golf thing that was strange. But they had a <laughs> one little restaurant there. I'm like, okay, what do you think is the one sort of food that I want at a Popeye's restaurant? That's not at the chicken place. Uh, What's the only, yeah, spinach. There yeah. is not. There was not one thing on the menu with spinach. Oh my god! <laughs> Did they even watch the movie? I know. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I know very little about Popeye. One thing I do know is he eats spinach. <laughs> like you're yeah, really exactly. not. That's gonna what have everybody it. knows. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, you're really not going to have this. Uh, it's. It was that part was just wild to me. Uh, but it was a cool spot. What I would just say is. Uh, Highly recommend it. The The water is just crazy blue. It is just like insane how blue the water is. It was a little bit, the water was a little colder while we were there because it was only like mid 70s when we were there. Um, oh, yeah. But there's so many just cool spots to uh, to walk around and a lot of history places. And I would uh, I would highly recommend it. Um, it was like perfect. Per, week is a perfect kind of amount of time to see everything. I also did a jetty while I was there, Steed. Oh, so I, I'm, I got to confirm it with Vaughn. I'm trying to get official international jetty, uh, jetty certification, which nobody yeah. has gotten before. Yeah, that would be huge just for like all jetty boys yes. out there. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, but I think you'll get it. Yeah. There was one other thing uh, that I did. Like we did kind of something during the day every day and then we'd kind of chill at night and go to the pool and things like that there was this uh the one thing i did which was a spa i did do went to a spa in the morning i've never been to like an actual spa how was it it was fantastic what they did is like this turkish (laughs) thing where these kind of and the girls might have been from turkey they had definitely that accent and you lay on this hot marble slab and then they were pouring they like use these very tough exfoliating gloves which was difficult because i had gotten sunburned a little bit oh and then they pour then they basically give you a adult bubble bath while they're massaging you (laughs) they just pour these bubbles all over you and then massage you with like bars of soap almost (laughs) and then then pour like hot water and bowls over your body don't ever describe it as an adult bubble bath yeah just bubble bath yeah. Oh, good point. Good point. Adult bubble bath <laughs> makes it seem like uh, sexual. They got a little handsy. Yeah. Well, I mean, bath. they might have. They might. Have. <laughs> the bubbles were covering up. I didn't see. There was a lot of stuff going on. I didn't. Yeah. See. I mean, as long as you don't see it, then you're like, oh, it's just not. Nah, yeah. They're just. Must, this is what they do. This is exactly. what they get paid for. Exactly. Uh, one last thing here, uh, I'll say about the trip is uh, in the ba- in the sh- in the hotel, really cool hotel, except for. The shower door, I'm going to post this on Chubstep on the Instagram, not the shower door. The bathroom door was just a glass door. Like, oh, not, a bathroom, which, not frosted or anything? Not frosted. You'll, I'll sh- you'll see these <laughs> oh pictures, God. people. There's a few squares of frosted thing. It does not cover this up. You no, see straight through this. That's not good. 
it's not great. So you basically were like, hey, uh, I would use the bathroom. Can you don't look over here? Or And then you're like, yeah, no, I, I know. I'll see you in there. You don't yeah. have to tell me. <laughs> but yeah, basically, like, we had to basically time to use. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Nobody wants this. I, I just, I'm okay with privacy. You know, we're seeing each other the whole time. Let's have a little privacy in the bathroom. Uh, I don't yeah. need the, uh, you yeah, know, that's the bad. glass door. It's a bad look. Bathroom. It's a what, are you going to make eye contact? Yeah, exactly. Sitting on the exactly. bed? Exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, I would have put a towel on it or something. Yeah. Yeah. You should have taken it off the hinges and like put a different door there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Recommended for people. Uh, cool spots. A lot of history. A lot of stuff to see. Good weather. Doesn't rain a lot there. It's, it's kind of arid temperature. Uh, oh. Humidity. They're also filming while I was there. Last thing, keeps saying last thing. They were filming another movie uh, for a Napoleon movie with Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, Joaquin Noah, uh, with Ridley Scott, who'd also directed uh, Gladiator. So he's doing another one with the same bad guy as Gladiator, and it's a Napoleon movie, and it was being filmed as we were kind of walking around there. Oh, that's cool. Spots. So, um, that'll be that's I'm leaking it right now. That's the leak. That's a big leak. Big leak. Everyone, get ready. Okay, cool. That was it, Steed. Um, we've been talking for a while. I know you probably have other stuff, but um, we should probably save it. I got I got so much stuff, but I know I also have a bunch of stuff for next week. Um, but I feel like we'll I don't it. want to make we'll it. save. It. Or we could just talk for another 15 minutes. So I could split this up into a two-part episode. No, we'll save it. We'll okay, save we'll it. save it. Okay, the, the people want more. We'll give them more. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, uh, we'll wrap up the show there. I'm going to talk next week how I got kicked out of a Facebook group because of what we did on last week's uh, Chub Step. Uh, that'll be on next week's show. There's a lot of stuff to get to. I, that's, I was going to talk about that. I need more time to talk about that because I'm very upset. Uh, okay. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, check out Steed Swallows on Instagram. Check we're out, back. Uh, we're their boy back. Uh, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. All that good stuff. Tell, share the episode with a friend. The show has ended. We got an email from Smacko next week. All good stuff Uh-oh. next week. Teaser. Uh, Big emails, teasers. Yeah. <laughs> The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.